The Jet Sweep Show. With your co-hosts, it's Harris Todd and Josh Smokey L. Nelson. Presented by True North Fantasy Football. Welcome to the Jet Sweep Show Holiday Edition with the Jet Sweep Bandits. Your co-host, Josh Smokey Nelson, and myself. It's his time. Both of us from True North Fantasy Football coming at you live from the Great White North from halftime of the Steelers versus the Bengals. And I bet you everybody is super happy to be here and not watching that shit on TV right now. And I say that for fantasy football purposes because we know that both of these AFC North teams are giving it. They're all out there on the field playing some really tough football. But for fantasy purposes, I'm sure that a lot of people are hoping on some big performances for their semifinals, and they're simply not happening. Second half might change things. Maybe uh, Gio Bernard owners are pretty damn happy right now. He's got a tutter, but smoke, man. Not quite the AFC matchup that we experienced last week between the Ravens and the uh, and the Browns that absolutely lit it up over 80 points. But here we are. Smoke, how the hell are you, man? I mean... On the whole, I'm pretty fantastic right now. Um, as you can see, I'm in a, a normal room for once. There's no, there's no, there's no hot pink. There's no, there's no bright teal and green. Uh, the power was out of our house because we had a sudden little snowstorm on our island here, and uh, so I'm at my mother-in-law's, who's graciously had us over to get warm and uh, use her Wi-Fi and broadcast this podcast tonight. <laughs> so, on the whole, doing well. Thank you, mother-in-law. Very nice of her. Christmas comes early to the Nelsons, I guess, for, for smoking. Yes, sir. <laughs> so for those of us that are joining us for the first time, we go rapid fire. We've got a, some really cool segments this week for the holiday seasons. A lot of what if, you know, it's the holiday season. We're hoping for some fantasy gifts and some things that are, could happen. Smoke's going to unwrap some of that a little bit later, but First, we're going we're gonna to break down some uh, important news that has happened this week. There's been a lot of, um, a lot of things that have uh, transpired. Uh, first is a, is a sad, sad note, um, passing of uh, Steelers great Kevin Green, 58 years old, you know, Hall of Famer, part of the Blitzburg crew that went to Super Bowl 30 against Spokes. Dallas Cowboys, unfortunately, lost, but you know, Kevin Green was a legend and a big part of that defense, uh, not only for the Steelers, but also for the Rams. So much, much too, too young. And uh, our regards go out to the, to the Green family and he'll be sorely missed by football and, and by the Steelers organization. Yeah, man. I mean, this guy had a 15-year Hall of Fame career, uh, not only with the Steelers and the Rams, but also with the 49ers and the Panthers. Uh, twice he was the sack leader on the year, uh, third all-time in sacks. Uh, he had double-digit sack totals, and get this, 10 of 15 of those seasons. I mean, this guy was just prolific, man. I would not would have lined up against him, man. He was the quarterback's worst nightmare during that time. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, no cause of death's been given. We we really want to send our heartfelt uh, condolences out to Green family. Man, it's, it's it's a sad day. Way too young, man. Way too young. It it is much too young, and it makes you you know when they go that young and the hard miles that they put on their bodies during their career makes mm. you wonder. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another couple items that are on more of the negative side, uh, Cam Akers out week 16 with the high ankle sprain. Adjust accordingly. Plan your championship rosters if you were in the championship uh, next week. Accordingly, man, Akers is not going to be available. Also, CEH is dealing with multiple injuries that will effectively knock him out for the rest of the fantasy season. Uh, if, you're in, if you need that roster spot to grab someone to redraft these, you can drop CEH at this point. Will? As, as well, for fantasy purposes, if you're still contending, there's two guys that are probably on the waiver wire in Bell and in Henderson. Bell, so, get him. So we, if you have the roster spot and you can do it, even if it's blocking your opponent, you might not have to start them. But if you have waiver priority or any fab left, grab both. I wouldn't go as far as Malcolm Brown, but certainly Henderson and Bell must adds if they're available, just even for blocking purposes. Oh, 100%. Bell, I mean, I've got Bell on a quite a few rosters already, but he would be some guy I'd be running to the waiver wire right now to grab. Um, I think it's, I think Trav weighing in here about Malcolm Brown. Yeah, we we were debating that. Maybe maybe Brown if maybe Brown if your if your opponent is running back running back. Yeah, at this point, if you have to, if your opponent has any chance at anything, you block him. If you are able to, you block him. It's not just about what you can do for your team; it's what you can do to whatever the opposite of improve is. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy's team. Um, but yes. 100%. Uh, yeah, you, you, you got to make those plays at this time of year. But enough of the bad news. Let's have a little good news and a little Canadian content as well. Yeah, I like uh, some good news. Smoke what we got. Yeah. So I want to give uh, a huge, huge shout out to uh, Louis-Philippe Latisseur, uh, the long snapper for the Cowboys, who set a record yesterday with the most consecutive NFL games played by a Canadian with a whopping 251. I mean, this guy was playing for the Cowboys back when Wade, son of bum Phillips, was the coach. Uh, this long snapper also has a perfect record on 2,238 snaps. Uh, so breaking that down, it's a total of 1,054 punts, 512 field goals, and 672 extra point attempts. I mean, Hats off to you, uh, Lattisir, man. That's that's great. Good to see Canadian making some waves. And you know what? It's a cowboy, so double points for me. <laughs> isn't, isn't it funny how he's a cowboy? I mean, fancy that, eh, Smoke? <laughs> Crazy how it happened. <laughs> hey, we, we've, had some good, uh, we've had some good Canadian boys in the Cowboys, man. Uh, Tyrone Crawford, another great Canadian player on there right now. But, yeah. And you've had you've had some kickers in the past too. That um, the all time points leader, I believe, was a Dallas Cowboy at one point too. He's from the. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's Mick something from out on the. Yeah, he he's the all time Canadian point scorer, and he also had a time with. I think he won a Super Bowl with you guys. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think Maybe you're right. Two. Maybe two. Yeah. But uh, you know what? That's that's a temporary thing that he's holding because our boy Chase Cleopula is coming for that record. He's coming, and I hope that I hope that he gets some he gets some touches tonight. I mean, it is shameful what's going on out there. I mean, I see a lot of Big Ben slander. I don't think it's all Big Ben here. I think that there's more no. play here. So hopefully, we get the balls flo- uh, flowing here in the second half and and get some passes to Chase. To Juju, hey man, as a Steelers fan, <laughs> I'm not picky. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to lose a game to the to the Bengals. But that, oh, hell being no. said, that being said, every single AFC North game is an absolute 
absolute battle. And certainly after tonight's game, I am positive that some of these players are going to be on Santa's naughty list because there's usually some suspensions, usually some crazy penalties that we see in this game. So Smoke and I right now are going to do a little bit of fantasy naughty or nice. Who's been who's been naughty? Who's been nice? And it's more to how they've treated us. To be to be fair, Smoke, who's a fantasy somebody that's been put on your fantasy nice list this season? Okay, we'll start with nice because uh, let's let's set the let's, let's keep the positive vibes rolling here. So on my nice list, we have Mr. Mike Davis. Uh, CMC was a 2019 phenom that I was actually warning people to stay away from this year. Uh, to be fair, my Saquon call was not the right one. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Carolina has proven that sometimes next man up can actually perform as adequately in the right system. Uh, furthering the the kind of stigma that running backs don't matter. But anyways, I'll digress. Mike Davis does matter this year. Uh, he was written off by everyone. When CMC went down, I remember people rushing to the waiver wire for a Reggie Bonifon, who was on the practice squad at that time. A lot of people were like, oh, yeah, he was he was the handcuff last year, so he must be at this year. I mean, he was on the practice squad, man. And uh, some other plug at the time, but it was Davis. Uh, my, my point is with that, but Davis was not viewed as the clear-cut CMC handcuff. But now, I mean, Davis has assuredly played himself into a new contract, likely not with the Panthers, who were pot committed to CMC with a lot of money. Uh, but he's played himself into a new contract with a new team, I think. Uh, he's a free agent at the end of the season. Absolutely. When you look at it, when you look at his metrics, especially in the in the passing game, I mean he's not CMC, but he's no. he's in the elite passing tier of running backs when you look at those metrics. And when he was playing for the Seahawks and he got that contract for Chicago, once again, Matt Nagy not utilizing talent. Seriously. No way. <laughs> yeah. Sh- shocker of the shocker of the century. But I, dude, man, I remember that would have been 28, 2019. I said, Mike Davis is the guy there. He should be the guy. There's no reason why he shouldn't be. And he was misused, miscast. And, you know what? Good for him. Good for him for resurrecting his career in Carolina and Carolina having a nice home for him. Absolutely, man. I mean, the guy's the running back 17 on the year. Fancy players who plucked Davis off the waiver wire have been rewarded with a nice season from an underrated stud. Very nice. And I'm going to go with something that's really nice. Oh, and it's been nice. You got? It's been nice since week two. And if I told you that your starting QB that is winning the fantasy championship was picked up off waivers, putting up 21.9 fantasy points a game, he's number five in the league in money uh, money throws and number seven in uh, pressured completions, and he's throwing for 25 receiving touchdowns, and he's put in three on the ground himself, what would you say to that, Smoke? I would say this is a guy I was very wrong on coming into this year, and I'm very happy that I hedged my bets and got a couple shares of him. I know exactly what you're talking about. So we've got Justin Herbert of yeah! the Los Angeles Chargers, who is on my nice list, and in single QB leagues, 100% would have been on waivers for the first couple of weeks, maybe even, even into week three, maybe into week four. Justin Herbert is on my nice list. And if he's on, he's probably, if you're in the fantasy football finals and you uh, faded QB, which you always should, as JJ Zacharyson has taught us, because the, Justin Herbert is the exact reason why we do this. 
This kind of talent is coming out every single year at the quarterback position, even if it's for one year, taking yep. the shot and the risk on a quarterback like Justin Herbert, and it's not going to cost you draft, draft capital. In this case, it costs zero draft capital. All it cost you was a roster spot for a player that you were dropping anyways in probably week two or week three. But this is precisely the reason why we wait on quarterback. We see it time and time again. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Brian Tannehill, and now we've got Justin Herbert um, added to this list. And next year, it's going to be somebody else, guys. Justin Herbert is going to be taken way too high in single QB leagues. You adjust. Mm -hmm. And you wait for the next Justin Herbert. You wait for the next Josh Allen. You wait for the next Lamar Jackson. Because they're coming every single year. And that's what wins you fantasy football championships, is getting that late-round QB so that you can invest that early draft capital in a running back or a stud-wide receiver. So that's Justin Herbert. He has absolutely torn it up, proven us a lot of us wrong, and he is on my fantasy nice list. And he certainly isn't on the naughty list. Like somebody else that we would have sunk a ton of draft capital in, in the very team that's playing tonight, the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe 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 Mixon was consistently taken in the first round by everybody this year. He was that guy that was at there at the turn, at the turn that was such a money play. Should've he was been. there at the turn, and you were banking on his tail end production from 2019 to carry over into this new system, new quarterback, um, you know, Joe Burrow, their O-line apparently was improved. You know, they sunk some draft capital there. But Joe Mixon just wasn't right from the get-go. I know that we can talk about his usage, but the entire season, it just wasn't right. Whether you talk about the usage and then him mysteriously being put on IR, literally there was zero heads up that he was even injured. And now this IR has stretched past the, you know, the typical three games. And I believe that the issue is a, Toe injury, a foot injury. Something like that, yeah. Joe Mixon, where he was taken, you were banking on his ceiling. You weren't banking on his floor whatsoever. And in a season where you needed that floor production at the running back position, Joe Mixon, he sure sure as shit ain't giving it to you when he's not even on the field. So Joe Mixon is absolutely on my naughty list. And, hey, he... He's what? He's 26, 27? How old is Joe? That age apex, man. He's getting to that age apex. And really, he hasn't shown us a full season. So for me, for dynasty purposes, he's also on my really, really naughty list. And he cost people championships this season. Yes, sir, he did. Smoke, who's on your naughty list, buddy? Oh, man, we're going all the way to the top of 2019, baby. We are going to Mr. Michael Thomas. Uh, you are on the top of the naughty list this year, son. Uh, after setting the single-season reception or single season reception record, yes, last year, uh, finishing as the wide receiver one by a full 35.5 PPR points. That's like a big blow-up game of difference to the next guy down. Uh, MT's value was at its peak in the offseason this year. Slam Boy had a first-round ADP. Many were touting him as the wide receiver one, something I warned against, again, instead touting Devontae Adams, who's currently the wide receiver two, with two less games played than Tyreek, who's at the number one spot. I mean, 
if, if all things were considered equal, Devontae Adams would have that by a freaking country mile. Uh, but anyways, MT is currently the wide receiver guess on the season. Michael Thomas? Yeah. 69. Oh, 94. He is barely in the top 100. And, uh, you know, he's been an albatross on your rosters, man. He's got currently 40 receptions for 438 yards in seven games played. So to put this in other terms, he's been as useful for your roster as Larry Fitzgerald and Cam Sims. I mean, what, what, what does the future entail here as well? I can't think of a dynasty wide receiver that has lost more value in such a short time. So I mean, yeah, like from the quarterback position to his health to Sean Payton's perplexing play calling at times, I'm staying the hell away from this lump of coal that is on the top of the naughty list for me. So my question, Smoke, is let's call the season a complete write-off wash because he's got another injury right now. He's on IR, right? So will yep. he even be available? He might be available if the Saints make a deep run, but that's a minimum of three games that he is out for. So what does Michael Thomas look like long-term? What does that mean? I don't know. Like you, you try to stay in these like two to three year windows of fantasy relevance and everything. And like, I, th I think at two to three years out with the saints and I can't give you any answers, man. Like so many organizations, you can see a clear path towards the future with what their plans are. But with, uh, like, are they rolling into the future with Taysom Hill? Is this really going to be a thing? I mean, if, if that's the case, you deserve everything that you get and don't get, Saints. He, Taysom Hill ain't it. He ain't it. He's not it. I mean, like, Christ, get it through your fucking heads. He is not the quarterback of the future. He was the quarterback way back when, man. That's when you should have tried that kind of stuff. Before the guy was 31 fucking years old. I mean... Give your heads a shake. I mean, if, if I was a Saints fan, I'd be infuriated with what is going on with my team, man. Like this, this team had Super Bowl aspirations this year. Uh, they they still could. I mean, if if Breeze can stay healthy and everything, who knows? But man, I mean, Michael Thomas, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I, I agree for with his you. price. I'm out. Yeah, and uh, in the in the chat here, people are saying, you know, is he a buy low? But if people have some capital into mt let's say that they thought that they were going to go for a run this season i don't think that there's going to be a buy low window because they've no, sunk no. so much capital into mt they'll expect a rebound next season and i think that you've got a great point i think i think mt might be qb dependent here because with breeze out he was not the same player mind you coming off a high ankle sprain the high ankle fuck is you know, the pod father likes to call it, and we saw what it did to Saquon last year. We saw what it did to CMC this year as well. It's a serious injury, and he might have came back too soon. But there seems to be some other things at play with MT in New Orleans. I don't think that it's exactly a, you know, it's not a rosy picture there. And if Breeze is out next season, MT, I'm not sure where he's at from a, from a cap perspective and a contract perspective, but they might be in tough with, with MT and dynasty players as well that have MT on their roster. I don't know if you can get some value for him. I'm shipping him. Absolutely. He's, he's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. And Hey, smoke crazier things have happened. Maybe he comes back, leads them to a super bowl. And we're just laughing at this. <laughs> I've made worse calls. I mean, come on <laughs> for, for sure. We all have.
There's no doubt about it, though. If you have MT on your roster, there are big question marks there. Oh, and, ugly ones. And just another reason why you do not sink early draft capital into wide receivers, period. No, man. That was, oh. a, that was a transcendent season that Michael Thomas had. Very special season. To be yeah. able to... You think about this. To be able to repeat that performance... No, no, where you drafted MT this season, he would have to literally repeat his exact season from last year. It wasn't going to happen. No, man. Positive. Even if he stayed healthy throughout the entire season and Breeze stayed healthy throughout the entire season, there's no way with uh, the regression coming that he would have been able to repeat even the majority of what he did last year. And and if you you drafted him in the top five, that's what you needed for him to pay off where you drafted him. Big time. Big lesson here. Stop chasing last year's points, guys. Things change. Absolutely. Lamar Jackson, another prime example of that. Oh. He's coming up. We don't, need, we don't need to talk about that. He could also be on our naughty list, but he has blown up in the last couple of weeks because of the matchups and, and good for him. I'm sure fantasy owners are happy to see that. So to top it off, on our naughty list, we got Joey Mixon. We got Michael Thomas. And then on our nice list, Mike Davis. And the other dude was... Justin Herbert, baby. <laughs> Justin Herbert. Awesome. And, of course, we're going to keep it on the holiday theme. And we're going to ask Santa from ourselves, from Smoke and I, just one little gift. We don't ask for a lot. You know, we're both dads. we got young kids. We do this fantasy thing on the side. we got full-time jobs. We don't ask for much. Smoke, what are you asking for from Santa, from Fantasy Santa this season? So Santa, this year, I'm I'm hoping that in this box is going to be medical supplies. Uh, the, here's my one wish for Santa next year: please keep players healthier. I, I want to see what these amazing rosters that I have drafted are capable of doing with full health. I want to see what guys like Saquon Barkley, like George Kittle are able to do, man. I so many of my rosters are built around specifically those two guys. I mean, let's just dive into the injuries this year, man. They've been unprecedented. I mean, between 1997 and 2002, there was an average of 5.2 Achilles tendon injuries per year. In 2020 alone, there has been 15 so far. 15. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if we can get to a proper off-season training program, hopefully in a bubble situation, stop saying that you can't. Every other league in the world has shown that you can't, so get it on, man. And, you know, maybe a preseason game or two. I know we're going to start to see the reduction of preseason schedules till we have none, but anyways – Hopefully we can see a return to pre-COVID numbers. I mean, the soft tissue injuries and everything have been spiking this year. And what really worries me is the career trajectories for running backs. I mean, these guys have short shelf lives as it is. And with disruptions like this, uh, will as many have the chance to make their mark as there used to be? I I mean, I just, uh, please, please, Fantasy Santa, bring these players some health, bring them some proper decision makers on up high that can make these things a bit more regular, a bit more normal, a bit more what we were used to and what these players' bodies are used to. They've spent their entire lives training a certain way to be a certain type of ready for these things. And with disruptions like that, we've seen what's happened, man. People are going down like flies. So please, Santa, next year, health. 
Absolutely. If I had more than one wish, that would certainly be on my wish list as well. I mean, look at CMC was the Iron Man of the of the of his young NFL career. He's had three separate injuries this season. Yeah, it's not good, three. man. And that stat about the Achilles, that's the first time I've heard that. But Achilles, it's all about warming up properly and you know, being acclimatized to your like you're 3x what you usually are on on the Achilles injuries. So yeah. here's hoping for here's hoping Santa for some more health next season. Mine is a fantasy football ask, and it's not even that big of an ask, I don't think. But fantasy Santa, could we just do away with ten person standard leagues? Oh my god, yes. Please, can we just? <laughs> I don't want to chirp people in 10, 10, 10 person leagues, but I want to chirp people in standard leagues because they're just simply not fun. They are not fun. It's so touchdown dependent. It's so incredibly old school. My big fantasy ask to fantasy Santa would be that every single league is switched to PPR scoring, mm-hmm. tight end premium, and super flex. However, I know that this is a really big ask. So let's just do away with standard scoring, please. Let's just do away with standard score. And you know what? The best gift of all is right here with my daughter, Isla, who is coming to get her chocolate almonds right now. She's say hi, Isla. You're on the Jet Sweep show hi. right now. Yeah. Hi, Isla. Smokey and I are asking Fantasy Santa for um, for some for some things. That's great. Hi. Yeah, some chocolate almonds. Yeah, could you go and see your mom, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, that is the most adorable this show has ever been. Oh. <laughs> okay, it looks like we're gonna have another co-host. Smokey might be out of a job. That's all right. You know what? If I'm gonna get replaced, it might as well be by the best. <laughs> it's you're absolutely right. So that's what's on my fantasy wish uh, list for Santa this year. Is just. Let's get more creative. I'm in a I'm in a home league right now that's standard scoring with no flex spots, no IR. It's just not fun. It's just not fun, and it doesn't play to you know all the research and effort that you put in for it just to be to, it to be decided by touchdowns. I can tell by the look in your face that you're absolutely disgusted. So why don't we switch over to something that actually <laughs> that's that actually will be a tasty treat for all of us, and that is our very own unrestricted free agent advent calendar and fantasy dream spots. Look at this beautiful advent calendar that Smokey has put together. And we're going to go through a total of four different UFAs. And for fantasy football purposes, I don't want everybody, you know what Smokey, you know what really gets me going too, is that when you, when you, when you start talking about, you know, Oh, if, free agent X would went here. And then somebody goes, well, their cap space is blown. Hey dudes, cool. I get it. Like they can't (laughs) afford it, but this is for fantasy football purposes. And a boy can dream. Just, just let it happen. Just let it happen. So everybody out there, take a chill pill. This is completely fun. I haven't checked the cap space on every single one of these teams. Relax. Smoke. Could you kick us off? With our first UFA Advent Calendar pick, please. 
I certainly can. I had a lot of fun putting this thing together, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun gifting these upcoming free agents to new homes that will hopefully be better than what they've been experiencing this year. So first up, let's uh, let's open up door number one here, and we have Aaron Jones. Okay, so Aaron Jones, who are we going to gift one of the most talented backs in the league to? I'm going to kick it off here. We are going to gift Aaron Jones to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Todd Gurley experiment is over. Uh, Ida was already been named starter, and that's just depressing. <laughs> I mean, we knew this was the likely outcome in Atlanta, and this opens up opportunities for them to sign a true talent in Aaron Jones. Uh, this guy is a top 10 real-life NFL talent at the position. At me on that one. And because of his fifth round draft capital, uh, the Falcons are likely not going to have to pay the top dollar amount for him. And a player of Jones's caliber, in addition to Julio, Ridley, Matty Ice, and Hayden Hurst, can be the piece Atlanta needs to move back into relevance. And with a move like this, they can pull a 2020 Panthers and dedicate their entire draft to defense and maybe an O-line piece or two. But uh, that's... That's my that's my wish list for Aaron Jones. I would love for you to go to the Falcons, buddy. Merry Christmas, Atlanta. You got a winner. I don't think that you've got a better potential landing spot. I know that there's also cap space there to take on Aaron Jones. So I absolutely love that. And for fantasy purposes, man, oh man, that would be that would be an early holiday gift all season long if if that ever was to happen and smoke because this is this is you know oh there's my chest hair because this is me dreaming here and my steelers being on the field right now and it's very clear that it makes it much easier for defenses and defensive coordinators to zero in on the passing game when you have absolutely no run game Case in point is the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2020. Ooh. So I would love, I would love to see Aaron Jones in the black and yellow, what he could do behind that line, line, and just that talent. I think that I don't think that Aaron Jones gets enough uh, credit for being a generational talent because he is, and it would give the Steelers' run game a dimension that they have not had in a long time. And I think that he would even be uh, above peak. Lab Bell in in the Steelers run game. I th I think Aaron Jones would be absolutely unstoppable. So who's who's next on our advent calendar? Who do we get to open up next? I love this. Rarely do you ever get to open four advent calendars in a day unless you've been lazy and skipped a bunch of days. But <laughs> next up on our list is going to be Kenny Galladay, the sexy right. sax man himself. That's right. So Kenny G, where are we going to gift him? For me, it's going to be a familiar spot. He's going to be going back to Detroit. Uh, clearly, the best move to, for Detroit would be to retain Galladay. Uh, Marvin Jones is likely moving on. I can't see them re-signing him. Uh, Quintess Cephas is the only wide receiver signed through 2021 at the moment. Uh, this is uh, Galladay's best opportunity to continue being an alpha on a team and building further rapport with Stafford, which we've seen what those two can do together. Uh, his injury has likely given Detroit a bit of a discount as well as de-incentivizes other teams from trying to steal him away, uh, which I think if it was going to happen, we probably would have heard the rumors already. But uh, how about you? Where, do you? where would you like to give Kenny G to? 
I think that there's only one place for him, and that's in Motown. That's Detroit. That's where the sexy mm-hmm. sax man needs to be. And we talked about it earlier in the season. It was going to be him or Patricia, and we knew that Patricia was going to lose. So Kenny G's going to stay right there in uh, in Detroit Rock City, and we're happy to see it. Oh, absolutely. I think that's a great call, man. Um, yeah, there, there's – I mean, could there be better potential landing spots? Yeah, but – I mean, go with the devil, you know, man. Uh, like you said, Patricia's gone. That's 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 the big <laughs> that's the big X you want to get rid of there, man. Uh, he's gone. The other talent is still there, as I mentioned. We've seen what he could do with Stafford. Book it. He's going back to Detroit. That's the smart move. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So, what's the next spot in our avocado? This is so much fun. This is like the most gifts I've got, and I can't even remember when smoke. <laughs> okay, so who's gonna be number three? Let's see. We have. Um... Oh, Alan, Alan Robinson. Robinson. Hey, oh, Rob. Beautiful little A-Rob for me. So, yo, okay, you no, you start off, man. No, no. So not to, not to just put it on uh, repeat from the last one, but I really feel that the best spot for him is going to be right there in Chicago with a no. new quarterback. I think that um, Alan Robinson deserves a – real quarterback for the first time in his career and Chicago's got to be on the market to go out there and get somebody that's not named Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky uh, next year. I don't know how they're going to do it, but again, this is a fantasy wish list and he has proven to us in Chicago that he is clearly the, the alpha there and Chicago needs to do this for Allen Robinson. Go get him a quarterback. I think that he's fine right there at home in, in Chicago. Smoke, where do you like? Where do you like A-Rob going? What if you secondaried that with uh, maybe Famous Jameis or Carson Wentz joining them? That'd be nice. They'd give him a competent quarterback. I know Wentz is on the on the fast electric slide out of Philly, but uh, the, the kid has talent somewhere still. Uh, I yeah. still believe that. But famous, famous Jameis would be a big step up from anything <laughs> ever. ever <laughs> Oh, God, I would love that, man. Give all those options some volume in Chicago. But for me, this is my most out there one out of all these. I am gifting Mr. Allen Robinson A-Rob to the Arizona Cardinals. Can you imagine lining up from Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson, Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, and Kyle Pitts? Just a bit of wish casting there. Get them a competent tight end, man. Oh, I would not like that prospect facing that grouping uh, as the Seahawks, the Rams, and the 49ers could be looking at. Um, I'm not entirely sure the Cardinals cap situation right now. But personally, I've been giving the cap situation less and less credence lately as teams who really want to always seem to make it work. And I think this would make Arizona one of the most potent offenses in the NFC. And you know what? Fuck the Bears, man. They don't deserve a receiver of Robinson's talent. Maybe they blow it up, and maybe there's some hope for my boy Darnell Mooney because he's probably there for a little bit on a rookie contract. But Robinson needs a competent quarterback, man, for once in his goddamn career. Someone better than Blake Bortles. is That's that's probably the best quarterback that he's had in his career, and that is just depressing, man. I feel for you, A-Rob. You still put those numbers up with all these bum-ass QBs. So you know what? This Christmas, I am gifting you to the Arizona Cardinals. Have fun, buddy. Oh, and you know what? The last one is someone near and dear to our hearts. I know you got some love for him. I've got some big love for this guy. And I, 
I just want to see him do well. And this is probably my favorite landing spot of all these ones that I've done up. So last but not least on our list is Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster. Love this. Love this guy. Uh, you know, he plays some of the hardest football. I've said it a million times. I continue to say it. Juju with the ball in his hands is an absolute wrecking machine. And he plays, he adds an element to the game that not many other wide receivers can. I mean, he's involved in the blocking game and is just an all around gamer all the time. So for me, you know, I love the A-Rab call going to Arizona. I don't know how you'd mesh having two kind of alpha wide receivers in the lineup there. But I'm going to give Juju Smith-Schuster to take over the Larry Fitzgerald role in the slot in Arizona. Ooh, I like I that. Would, I would absolutely love that. Imagine getting those, you know, getting small passes to Juju from from Murray, having having D Hop stretching the field, having having Kirk on the outside as well, and then having Juju uh, work the slot. I think that they would be an absolute wrecking crew and just a just the vibe that Juju would bring to that Arizona Cardinals team. It would give them some swag, give them some swagger that I think that they could, they could really use. And Hey, I love Larry Fitz, but he can't play forever. So Juju gifted to the Arizona Cardinals smoke. Where would you love to see Juju go? Ugh, all right. This is going to be some multi-layered wish casting here because this is uh, some compound wish casting. We will say is it is contingent on Miami drafting Jamar chase to line up on the outside there. Tua is one of my favorites at the position, man. I love Tua. My love for him has never been a shy thing. Uh, I want to give him all the weapons that we can. Can you see Gesicki and Juju in the slot with Parker and Preston on the outside and Gaskin and Ahmed in the backfield? Oh, that's a beautiful cast of young players right now. And with Flores running the show. Oh, we have lost smoke, but I would love to see um, I would love to see Juju in Miami. I think that that would be a great landing spot. And certainly that element of being an incredible all-around football player would would certainly not be lost in, in Miami. And Brian Flores, I know, would absolutely love um, Juju Smith-Schuster as part of that wide receiver core. You know, with uh, Parker not being um, very relevant with, with two on, uh, under center, Juju would be a great outlet for, for that young quarterback. And I know that Smoke has been having some issues uh, for, for power. Maybe there's another power outage out there on the, the island. Uh, so um, we want to say thank you uh, very much for everybody for uh, tuning in uh, today. And want to wish you all a very, very uh, Merry Christmas. And thank you so much for tuning in every single week. We really appreciate everybody uh, listening to us on a, on a weekly basis. Uh, we just want to continue to get this show uh, better and better. And thank you. Have a very happy and safe holidays. We're going to keep running um, through the offseason. We haven't planned out exactly what that looks like, but the show will be here in some way, shape, or form. And we want you to keep tuning in. We'll be bringing in uh, news art, uh, items that are happening on a, on a weekly basis, what that means for fantasies. And we're also going to have a little bit more of a uh, structured approach on how to build back your um, fantasy rosters for, for next um, season. So, Smoke, you're, you're back here. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> Whether there's been power outages uh, on the island, wasn't sure if that was uh, one of them. And I was just saying to all the listeners that we're going to keep going through this off season, uh, through the fantasy football playoffs. We haven't exactly sorted out what that looks like, but the Jet Sweep show is here to stay, and we're super excited about what we're going to be bringing you uh, this off season. Absolutely, man. It's going to be some fire-ass content. We'll actually probably see some guests coming on at some point, which is something that we don't really do during the regular season because, you know, we uh, we do a, a quick rundown show during halftime. We like to keep it just me and Will because, uh, man, that's more than enough. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, yeah, another one, too, was the practice, which I think everybody kind of salivates over. It would be really, really cool to, really cool to see. And uh, smoke. I got absolutely mauled there by my three-year-old. That was very uh, unexpected. Hey, you handled it like a professional, man. Well done. <laughs> so thanks everybody for sitting through that. But smoke, our patented bomb drop. You have something for us? Merry Christmas, y'all. Honestly, it's uh, it's the season. It might not feel like it for for everyone, but uh, you know where I am. We finally got some snow today. I'm really getting into the spirit. I mean, me and Rach and uh, Felix went out to the park today, and people were you know sliding down the hill on toboggans. There was snowman made. We had a little snowball fight ourselves. Felix was just in his heaven, man. And uh, you know what? Just 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 spread that love and positivity around, guys. Uh, let's, let's let's keep it good. There's enough there's enough bad things in this world right now that we can just not focus on. Let's let's just spend these holidays looking at what's right, what's good, family our health if you've still got it at this point uh just you, you know we, we we love y'all we hope that y'all love us back and we just want to spread that joy and positivity to everyone's lives right now just to make make that a priority make everything good a priority this season absolutely smoke it means more that means more now than it ever has before enjoy yourselves be safe and and make sure that you're checking out the lip sync knife fight from True North <laughs> Fantasy Football. We've narrowed it down. We I can't even count how many contestants we had enter, but we've narrowed down the bracket to 16. <laughs> You'll be able to vote on those, be able to view those. It's all interactive. It's a ton of fun. Uh, Monkey Knife Fight has given away some kick-ass prizes that I've had a glimpse at. This is going to be a ton of fun for those of us that are out of the fantasy football playoffs, are in it, or just looking for something really fun to do this holiday season, make sure that you're checking out the lip sync knife fight that's been put together by the whole crew at True North Fantasy Football. They're doing an awesome job. So much fun. Oh, man. This has been an absolute riot. I was cry laughing at some of those videos as uh, we were going through them, man. There was uh, just <laughs> some absolute, like, Hall of Fame lip sync videos, we will say in that. And I cannot wait to see what these guys and girls bring for round uh, round one, man. The preliminaries are over. The 16 are in. You are fighting for lip sync supremacy now. So sweet. once you all get your videos in, we judge them. <clears throat> You're into the sweet 16. I saw some shirtless videos in the, in the first <laughs> round. <laughs> Hats. Hats off to everybody that's participant. I mean, I know that the judges had such a tough time narrowing it down just to 16. This is going to be a ton of fun. 
hey, I went 0-5 in the semifinals yesterday. I'll full transparency. So this is my playoffs. I'm super, I'm super pumped about this. Hey, it looks like the Steelers are making a comeback. I yeah. want to give myself I want to give myself a little bit of a Christmas gift here and go downstairs and, and watch the Steelers come back and hopefully make it closer to winning this AFC North. So until next time, keep flying high. We salute you here at the Jet Suite. Love y'all. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Jet Suite Show. Follow us on Twitter at Jet Suite Show. And follow our co-host Will at It's Harris Time and Smokey at TNFF underscore Smokey. Don't forget, you can find the Jet Suite Show on Apple Music, Spotify, and everywhere else you can find podcasts.